I'm here, Fraser's here, and you're listening to Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed. Ramsey and we have Hugh Hattrick presenting the show today. Finally we are actually in the same building. Uh, he's actually physically beside me and I'm physically beside him. Yes, in, in, yes, in a non-way. And uh, so we're now starting the show for once. We're both together and it's going to be a fun, interesting show for you. Some interesting news stories. So I'm going to here's welcome our my broadcast partner who's Good evening, good evening. <laughs> Fraser, I don't know what on earth you're saying to the start yes. of the show. Let's try and clear it all up. Everything's fine. Oh, oh, he's fine, yes, he's good. He's uh, he's here, but he's not here. But he is here this time, are you? Because ah, normally it's via Skype or on the phone. phone yes. But this time, we're actually at reality. Yes. We're in the same room. Yes. That's he, what you need to say. In the same room. Yes. He, all you need to tele- say. He teleported up. It's quite impressive. New technology these days. I just pressed the button and he arrived. Brilliant. Wasn't it? How, how was it? What would you experience the teleporting? <laughs> Better than the tram, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's not hard. Less than 800 million quid for that. Yeah. Anyway, so to our stories, to our show, it's great to be here. It's great to be with you and to all our listeners around the world, in America and across Europe. And the uh, and Far East, we've got. Far East. Yeah, all over the place. The United Arab Emirates. Uh, was our first yes, aye, aye. Well, we must have a few out there mm. because we seem to get quite a few listeners. So. I know. Just sh- Thank you very much. Thank you. Please. Uh, We're desperate to go to to Dubai. I think Dubai must be one of yeah. the best places to visit. Please feel and Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Please feel free and offer us a few shares in your, your oil industry. That would be nice. Uh, we'll happily hoover up the interest. Uh, and uh, yeah, we won't be we won't be sitting in our own flats or houses. And that's going to help your debt situation, Fraser. You <laughs> know. What debt? You need to own a country in order to pay that one off. Yeah. What debt? I don't have any debt. <laughs> Anyway. Well, moving on. Yes, okay, good point. But anyway, now to our stories. On a serious note, we are here to talk uh, about... Well, one thing I'm going to start with is Facebook are in the news again, part within the space of four days. Um, two very controversial stories that have gone viral. Now, I suppose I was partly the slightly guilty one, I suppose, in the sense when you're seeing it and you share it, in a sense, it's adding fuel to the fire, so to speak, regarding this uh, story, in a sense, instead of not sharing it, so I deleted it, uh, you tend to be uh, not basically adding fuel to the fire to actually make it, get, create, creating awareness, because instead of trying to stop it, because it was actually disgusting. But the, what did you hear about, the story we're going to talk about, when we refresh... Two, two videos that two, were horrendous. The first... Basically, just to climb the first... One involved a baby yeah. in distress, and the other one was a dog also yeah. in distress. Yeah, the first story was on Thursday of last week, and the second one was on Sunday. Now, did you see the first story here? Um, I've, I've seen it on the... and I read it in the newspaper, um, and on the on the website. I didn't actually watch the video. Yeah. I saw... Uh, I'd, I'd seen... I'd, I'd had heard of that thing happening before, because um, uh, they said it was some kind of baby yoga or something. It was some kind of 
uh, saying like that, but it's very, very strange. Um, and it can be quite, it certainly didn't look uh, that it was, it, it, it could well be taken as a, surely as a form of abuse. And it um, was, I think, in quite distress. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, some people would defend that, but yeah. I don't think it's kind of defendable. Um, and then, of course, there was a dog which was basically being not quite set alight, but, but not far off it. Basically, the, yeah, the situation was it was a viral, whatever country it was and whatever person who was doing it, literally, she's just sick in the head. And the nicest possible way, and happily tie her up to a chair and flame through. But we don't know if it's a he or a she, is it? It was a female, and it was in the video, yes. Really? Yes, the female, and oh, she yeah. was smiling in the video after she was doing it, and it stopped it's, it's on the video camera. So basically, she, what she was doing, a dog, her dog, her, her young enough dog, was tied to a chair leg, a, chair, a table, and she was basically taking a flamethrower to the dog while the dog was trying to wriggle out of the way, and you could see the dog was eventually, as it's lay still, it was breathing very heavily. But they're more than likely whatever country they've come from. If their faces on the TV or on the on the yeah. social media, they're going to get caught because it's hope. people would know Whenever, that eventually there'll be some kind of yeah. um, you know accountability and and, and I, the police will arrange to get there. We hope that we hope that whatever this country, the country that she is in, simply the fact is that she. I just stopped saying simply because my last podcast I listened to the one I did and I kept saying simply, simply, simply. <laughs> Right. Okay. As long as I don't think it's simple. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what I was trying to, what I was saying is, I hope that the country that she is in, that they do have some animal rights laws, and if she is caught, I hope that she gets it personally. I think she should be tied to a chair and have a, a flamethrower taken to uh, a blowtorch taken to her and see how she, see if she squirms and squeals, and I be. I think it's disgusting how if people how they get away with cruelty to animals and they should not be allowed to have animals if they simply can't uh, can't look after them. They do things like this. It's ridiculous. What's your I mean? What do you think? Should they? Well, it's, I think now, with, with, with social media, though, people are always trying to put something up because they know people will see it. It will shock and it will get around the world. Yeah. And then they get views on YouTube or whatever it is, and and they can eventually should, get money should, from that. But what should Facebook do about this? Should I think when things been... are clearly pretty horrid like that, they should be able to take it down. Yeah. But it is, you know, you, you, they have the option to. They obviously they can do that if it gets complaints and people report it as spam or or offensive. Mm-hmm. Then I think they have to do it. And I'd be I'm surprised that by seeing that. They've not thought that was pretty Is offensive think, think, and should be taken down. Because it's been criticised in the with a lot of the papers that's, mm. uh, online. But it's basically double standards. Mm. I mean, they're, they're, they're but remember, they, every, they, bit, every bit of bad publicity they get means more people are saying Facebook, Facebook this, Facebook that. Exactly. You can't get bad publicity in terms of what some of these companies can get. Yeah. So they're always getting more and more people coming onto Facebook to watch it and see it. Considering a lot of things on Facebook in the past that would say, um, for example, um, I think there's been breast cancer sufferers who've actually had, obviously with having full uh, vasectomy, things with vasectomy? Yes, but things that get taken off They, they get yeah. taken off when it's actually natural, it's nothing no. bad, it's actually because somebody's actually had something that's not bad, it's just, it's what's yeah. had an illness, and it's actually, it's showing, it's supporting a, a way of life that you, what happens, but, which is actually Yeah, but this magical. is quite, this is and what, showing so, cruelty. So they're, yeah. they're, they're obviously, they're, Facebook are having extremely double standards regarding showing cruelty, they're happy to mm-hmm. show cruelty to things, but things like are simple, actually creating a, a proper awareness for something like 
women having to get their breasts taken off because of cancer or the risk of cancer, but they'll take things like that off, which is, mm-hmm. hang on a minute, uh, you don't, yeah. you're happily, you're saying that's offensive when there's, it's, you're, happy, yeah. you're, uh, you're happily to agree to cruelty with on the web, you're on Facebook, social media, you're right, so you didn't remove it. So I think Facebook at the moment, I think Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening around... You not sell it. Oh no, he still runs it, doesn't he? He, he runs it, no, he still runs it. He's yeah. bought WhatsApp, he's bought all these other things. Yeah. If he, I say, if you're listening to this, whoever the staff that you're employing are saying this is okay, I say they need to have a word with themselves, they need to be get, get fire them, they should be out the door, get the people who actually really care saying this is not right, this is not, this is enough is enough, no more Facebook. If Mark Zuckerberg was listening to this, I'd be quite impressed, certainly. I certainly would, but I'd probably string, and get a string up with the <coughs> proverbials uh, and say, listen, give me a good slap, this is not right. I mean, got, your standards are just ridiculous. So you, what you're saying, one thing is offensive and it's not really yeah. offensive and you're saying, yeah. but you're happily, like... I'm sure it was not recently, post. there was a thing, because there were some Tea Party, some young Tea Party activists in America, who spoke out against Obama and saying why they didn't like what he was doing and all the rest of it, and why they were Tea Party activists and Republicans. Um, and they got their Facebook pages closed down. They couldn't access their Facebook pages. That was a few months back. But I remember that was on Breitbart so, and a so few others. So there's a lot of double standards. Yeah, so it's, it is quite... I mean, it is, you know, there are all sorts of things that go on. So but, that, uh, that's your Facebook. If, I mean, if you're with... If you agree with us or don't agree with us, please email us at hatrickandramsey at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your opinion on Facebook and things that are going viral, things that people share, should we be sharing them uh, just for the sake of passing it around? Because technically, as we're sharing it, we are publicising yeah, it. It's up to people what they do. Yeah, we're, we're, exactly. At least they're not seeing it when we say it. Exactly. So, uh, what do you, what's your views on these this, these things that have been happening on Facebook recently? Uh, please email us and contact the show. Contact us on Twitter. You'll find us and send us a tweet. Another incident uh, we're going to talk about that happened last year in Edinburgh, the local news uh, in a school. Um, uh, I think she was 14, 12, 14 year old. She was basically play, uh, getting in her, in her the local gym uh, changing rooms. She was getting changed, ready. Uh, and in the gym, a part of a gym wall collapsed and fell on her. It didn't break up, it just literally the whole slab, the kind of thing, just fell. And medic, she died. And recently, They've had a, the crown, it's going to the crown office, the court, and they're simply saying that no one is at fault. Now, if you were at a school and somebody you knew something like that happened, now, is it not up to the schools, the local councils, or yeah. health and safety? They should be doing well, you think they'd have a, they're, all, they're bound to be some kind of building severe. The people who check on the quality of the buildings, they, check on and make sure everything's safe. So it might come down to just the groundskeeper originally saying that's got a crack in the wall, or it's got, you know, they look at you know people around the school would surely say right this is falling down or this is needs a paint or, um, so you would think they would come down to local, um, you know, employed staff there would be the first people to call to, to report it saying we think maybe something could go wrong, or there would certainly be structural people who surely who, check the, yeah. the school every year yeah, to make sure it's fine. Yeah, they're saying there's uh, nobody. Yeah, but that's council. The council say lessons will be learned and nobody's ever held to account. Exactly. I mean, remember Edinburgh Council, half their women business, uh, business services team were not suspended or whatever, the ones who were dealing with roofing in Edinburgh Council because they were doing dodgy backhanders or alleged dodgy backhanders um, and they were charging residents huge amounts of money to get the roof fixed and then they were getting their mates to do the work. Um, And they were getting all these backhanders and they were all suspended. I'm I'm still yet to see if any of them went to jail. I have a feeling that 
possibly that's it. it has been taken to court and maybe some of them may have been um, yeah. but uh, allegedly and otherwise I'll be getting to the job we're fast <laughs> yes <laughs> but, um, but on a, on a serious but, yeah. note but this uh, no, but, it, but it, these things happen now this is the, 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 nobody knows who's in charge of anything these days they all try and deny it especially when it's a major a major issue or a horrific tragedy um, this, this is the thing that license to be learned but it never does it never is exactly but should there be something obviously is a, the council run schools should the council be stepping up and making sure they're actually making sure they're inspecting all the schools that are inspected on a regular basis making sure yeah. all the everything walls are secure if it's a, well there probably will be I reckon there'll be somebody who has to check the building I mean, there's groundskeeper people who you know go around the buildings to make sure everything's clean and tidy. They're so also looking around to make sure everything's in a reasonable condition too. You know. So on a on a scenario like this, who would you actually say would be more at fault? There, there has to be some form of grounds manager somewhere. I'm not well, saying it's, I'm not saying it's a janitor. Building, it it will yeah. be like the, there's bound to be some corner. There'll be a, a group of surveyors that will check all the schools. I would have thought. That are council surveyors that will be making sure all their properties are up to scratch, um, and clearly whoever was on that shift to to check that school didn't notice it or didn't look at it or didn't report it right. So eventually, there's always there is they can catch people. They're just too scared to do it now. You know. So you think they basically they're called one survey. They'll be a buildings team or some kind of thing. A, a, build, a buildings you know. team surveying buildings from their office and not, not actually physically going out because they. Well, oh yeah, they'll well, miss it. You know. Miss it on purpose, or just, yeah. kind of just being too lazy and making. Well, it, uh, they, they missed it. I think. It's, I mean, the thing is, unless they see big cracks in the wall, how would you know what's wrong with it? You know. So it's 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 you know they truly have to um, think or it, or if it looks wonky, you know, if it looks like it's leaning the leaning tire of pizza, then that's right, a, big, you know? a big thing to happen to. Yeah, but I mean, it's, I mean, it's whole, but to have a whole wall. Following you. Yeah, it could be foundations. It could be wrong. It could be all you sorts of things. It could cause it. Should to they be... not be doing? I mean, I mean, should the councils not be doing? Uh, whether you're it's in Edinburgh, Scotland, or UK, or around the world, wherever you have runs your schools, you have a local authority type uh, people, should they something be in place um, on a regular basis to make sure the structural, even though some of the schools are quite old be making sure they are safe on a regular basis mm-hmm. if there's a... T- uh, With all the health and safety regulation, I'd be very surprised that there wasn't that already put, you know, already in place. But, uh, They've I, just not yeah, done the job properly. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, you know, somebody, and this is the big issue. On this basis, I still think somebody should be accountable. Somebody should be to blame because uh, to come out from a court and saying there's nobody to blame uh, from uh, after this... It's a whitewash uh, and we're a council whitewash. It's typical. It's ridiculous. It's, uh, uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. So I do think there's something something should be done uh, if uh, condolences go to the family regarding the sad loss of, uh, with it being over a year and having an outcome that's saying there's nobody to blame I think it's just uh, injustice has been done somewhere and uh, something should be uh, hopefully they'll be able to go back to court and something will be done and more investigation will be done on a personal basis but anyway that's enough that's my for, um, enough what I'm talking about for the moment we're going to come to the hat trick and he's going to talk about a, oh yes, this is to make you laugh. This is to make you laugh. This is um, a bit of a depressing start to the show. Yes. So now we're going to raise it up a level to get you laughing. We're simply going to talk about Nicola Sturgeon, the yes. SNP leader and AKA first minister. Jimmy Cranky. Oh, yeah, it's the woman with the tin hat. Yeah. Um, that's uh, she went to America. She's gone to America to do some speeches and some tours. And I wonder, if she, I wonder, if she wonder if we'll be speaking in any private functions. 
I wonder how much they're paying for that. Because they normally pay for speakers like politicians to come in and do yeah. it. and see how much money she might have earned and if she's going to be declaring that one. But um, yeah, well, basically, she went to speak on the John Stewart show. And, uh, well, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, talk about anti austerity. And uh, anyway, she, she went to, uh, to talk to him. And they've actually described her as a comedian on the website. Yeah, as a Scottish comedian. So now we really know how the SNP's <laughs> summed up, really. A bunch of comedians. That's what go. their policies are like. But honestly, it's, it's not just on the Daily Mail. It is actually on the John Stewart uh, website. That they would describe her as a, com- as a Scottish comedian, uh, which I just think is brilliant. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so no, that's, 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 that's very good. I was listening to Daily Politics today, and they had Stuart Hosey. And some other conservative chat, and they were basically being challenged and say, "Well, you know, why why do you only want a couple of these so-called levers to you know to get your money? Um, you know, because why don't you just want all of them? Surely that would be the thing that you wanted under independence." And they're saying, "Oh, we only need a couple to kind of make things work." So basically, what they're wanting is the money to try and get welfare, so they can promise all these people who are going to pay all this money out in welfare that they can do that without having to claim responsibility, and then say, "Well, actually, we can afford it," when clearly you can only afford it because you're being subsidised. You know, if you had the whole, every lever at your disposal, you wouldn't do it. They once again refused to say that they would raise taxes or lower taxes. They've, they just, they've been given these powers already and they're not going to use them. I just can't see why they, they, they wouldn't want to. You know, there's your answer. Just go and do it. If you want to raise more money, you go and show the people of Scotland that's what you're going to do. At the end of the day, at least they'd be men and women of their word, but they're just not. I see. You yeah. know, it's... Um absolutely crazy how things are going and two seconds mm-hmm. we are actually looking at uh, interesting have a little bit we like our sound bites and our little sound uh, bits in between our podcasts and our stories to make things a bit more interesting for you and just been searching while well, uh, Hugh was talking there uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of one-liners they can be very funny <laughs> like get to the chopper <laughs> and that kind of that's our famous one for when we know the police are coming <laughs> <laughs> exactly when we're going to run get to the chopper <laughs> so um, have you got a recording of it there we're going to uh, have a famous phrases famous phrases, famous phrases from of, films. yeah exactly so uh, we're going to have a wee in- intro we're going to liven up a little bit we are expecting coming up in a few a few months we a few uh, days in our next part you will hear our new jingles yes and we're going to see new upbeat jingles a bit more slightly we're now getting into the 17th century. Yes, <laughs> so we started off a bit, yeah, so we're developing. This right? guy called Beethoven's decided to do earlier. <laughs> yes, and he still loves you, Yes, yeah. defib him, he's coming He probably off. wasn't live there, and I'll get somebody writing in saying, oh, well, that was the wrong century. Exactly, so it'll be a... C- I only did up to, was it, grade five on piano, so I'm afraid that's all I know. <laughs> So we're going to a couple of sound bites. We are getting new jingles, which we look forward to. Well, I can that. tell you about a good, a good... Well, I'll do my grass-cutting story. Yeah. a great story, isn't so, it? Yeah. Hugh, as I say, is not going to be... We did talk about it briefly in the previous one. Talk about it again. We're going to get more... I think because it's, it was on the phone, this will be more light and it's more clearer. And he's, um, as I say, he's not applying for any gardening jobs. On you go. Right, there it was. It was a week past Sunday and a lovely sunny day. In the borders and out in my garden, I thought, great, I'll get the grass all cut. So I used my lawnmower to cut the grass, and then, of course, I had to get around the sides because you get all the long grass growing up the fence and things. So we had an, an old trimmer that was given to us a few years ago, and an electric one. So I'll, I'll give it a go. But I think it may have been out in the wet for a wee while um, because when I started using it, it seemed to be fine. And then it started to smell um, very, you know, that kind of hot metal smell um, that you get when you, something's burning. 
I mean, I thought, well, as long as it gets me around the garden, I should be fine. Um, and I got in about halfway when it started to smell. And I thought, well, I'm almost there, so another, another four or five minutes and that should do it. And uh, <laughs> not, then it started not just to smell, but to smoke. And this small little kind of clouds of white smoke started coming out the bottom. And it began to go out. It started kind of popping and, and intermittent, um, kind of, it was working in, intermittently. And then eventually, I thought, almost at the end, end of the garden work, so I thought, just, just about there. And then it really started smoking. And I mean, there were clouds of smoke coming from this thing. I had to actually put it away from me. I didn't breathe any of it in. And then Yvonne saw, what the, obviously, what was happening from the window. So she, yeah, so she came out and she said, you, there's smoke coming from the, from, from the strimmer. And I said, it's, don't worry, dear. It's absolutely fine. And literally, I couldn't believe it. I should have got it on, on my camera. As soon as I said, it's absolutely fine, I just heard this woof sound. <laughs> and there was literally, there was fire coming from the bottom of it. And there was flames and everything coming from the bottom. So yes. I was going to set the grass on fire because it was really dry. It had been quite dry for a while. Um, and uh, so I just kind of turned it off at that point. But it was smoking for hours afterwards. Like, you know, I was going to have barbecued my blooming strimmer, you know. But, but I think I wonder if it'll work again if I let it, if I let it cool down. So uh, we'll see. But it was quite something in that. So we are just in fits when we realised that we'd basically I managed to, to set fire to my strimmer. Yeah. Well, so you won't be applying for any gardening jobs recently? I well, never have and never will. Okay, that's mm. a good thing. Part of our movie section, we need to talk about a film I went to see last night called San Andreas with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He has pretty much ditched The Rock in a sense, unless he's actually on WWE and wrestling. So still just calls himself Dwayne Johnson now. Um, so I went to see San Andreas in the cinema last night and found it very, quite good actually, a good film. Uh, a few odd cheesy parts, but for a natural disaster film, I thought the special effects were very, very good. Um, it's Really, you know, it was actually good to watch. It was just kind of a little bit watching it happen and think of how a, a mass scale natural disaster could actually hit us sometime. You just never know where, well, not necessarily in Britain, but more in America and where the, the plates are um, and where the, they could have and how much of a destruction it could cause. And we've seen in some earthquakes recently uh, what earthquakes happen, they cause tsunamis and how the destruction that they cause mm -hmm. and like, mm -hmm. obviously with Japan and stuff and uh, recently uh, and the Boxing Day tsunami and how, what all happens and it's... Uh, yeah, New it's, Zealand was horrendous as yeah, well. Yeah, it's in New Zealand. And obviously yeah. Nepal was pretty yeah. bad, yeah. So all these earthquakes in Nepal was happening, so it means, I mean, I wonder, it's like there's been one after another yeah, recently for some reason. So it's like something's happened. What, what's the earth, does it earth kind of... It's apocalypse. <laughs> it's rejuvenating itself. It's, it's because Jimmy Crank has got on her horse. Yeah. And it's, it's coming, she's maybe one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, like, in the name of anti-austerity. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, so, uh, well, we, could, we can talk. Uh, basically, I was saying that uh, San Andreas is a very good film. I highly recommend it. Uh, it was a good, good film with Dwayne Jones. It was a good one of his probably better ones. Uh, and I'm going to try and catch some more films and a few more film reviews. Yeah, is that one called Spy? The Spy looks really funny as well, Jason Statham. Uh, yeah, and that good. woman who's in Bridesmaids. Certainly, the film that we're going to try and we're going to catch would be a good one in July is Terminator Genesis. The, yeah. uh, with I want to see Minions. Can't wait to see Minions. It Minions looks very funny. It'll be coming out. That'll be a good one to watch. Uh, so, there's a few films out there to watch coming out, so especially soon, which should be great. Have you uh, seen the trailer? Was that trailer for the Batman versus Superman? I've seen that. A bit. It could be. I don't know how it's going to really just, work. It's also. Awful. I've also seen the trailer for a TV series they're bringing out, which actually looks very good. It's modern. 
and bringing a Supergirl TV series. America actually looks very good. She was right. quite funny. Actually, quite interesting how it's done. Uh, that's always quite a catchy thing to watch. So that instead of Superwoman or something. No, you, get, you remember they used to have a, a Supergirl movie a long time ago. Oh yes, the yeah, yeah that big hit. No, <laughs> well, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> it was well, yeah, it was. But it was the flop did come Yeah, well, put it this way, it worked. But the, the, this one, it seems to be a, yeah, it's a big flop, really. Pretty much it. But uh, <coughs> now they're trying again. Well, the, it actually was, looks very good. The trailer for it's very good. On, on for it, it's actually quite, it's quite, yeah, it's a bit modern. It's better. Actually, it's actually quite catchy to watch. To be honest with you. Yeah, I watched the trailer. It doesn't, if you have to watch the trailer to see what uh, I'm talking about, if you haven't seen it, but if you just type in Supergirl TV series trailer, you'll see it. Um, uh, to watch it, but anyway, that's my opinion. I thought it looked quite good to watch, quite entertaining. So uh, a lot better than the previous uh, makes, basically makeups of it. Because um, they're doing like Wonder Woman and Emily, aren't they? They're doing yeah. the whole thing. It's all being redone. It's all been, everything's been redone. I think it's, it's better or something. It's just not as good as yeah. it The worst one I saw was the Total Recall. The, and then before the that was the the, yeah, the time machine because the original time machine H.G. Wells one was fantastic was um, the original one that was in the 50s uh, but then there's another one uh, in was it early 2000 or something and it was terrible yeah. certainly it? lots of films are being remade some are better than uh, the original some are worse than the original Total Recall was, the original was phenomenal yes and they, just, I just don't know why they remade it or you know it, it, it should have had Arnie in it it, had to, it should have had him even as a well, with the new Terminator one, he even said the Terminator was the Terminator that Christian Bale did. Yeah. Whatever that was again, Salvation. because ah, he was in that one in Salvation. Yeah, basically, the, the simple that. fact is he, Arnie just thought it was crap. It was just like rubbish. Yeah. He said, this is rubbish. And, but now he's back, literally, yeah. as he says, I'll yeah. be back. He is back. And yeah, this gen- one looks quite good. In Genesis, he's literally brought it to what it should be, yeah. uh, which is great. Brought back to the original kind of proper story. Yeah. And that kind of thing. So I think without Arnie, I think they went off and Salvation just went off the track a little bit. But now he's brought back to proper yeah. how it was originally, so which is good. Yeah. So it'll be interesting when that comes out so, to watch uh, yeah. the latest film there. Um, yeah. So that's sad news. What's been happening in from there one, Mr. Patrick? Yes, the Canadian Grand Prix, uh, and Hamilton won a race this time without his pit stop without his pit crew making a terrible error of judgment. Because after Monaco, when of course the, the pits told him to come in because he thought he had enough time, and he was leading, but he didn't need to come in. He, he would have been fine just staying out. It was in the, in the closing laps, and of course he went from first to third, and there was just no way for him to get past. Um, so he lost Monaco, um, still finished the race in third. Um, but I mean, he, he deserved to win. He'd done everything to do it, and he was let down at the last minute. Um, but Canada was actually fairly, normally Canada is really exciting race because lots of things happen, lots of accidents and uh, there was a lot of overtaking, don't get me wrong, um, but in terms of at the front, Hamilton um, always had a gap and he won the race, so he's back up to 17 points ahead of Rosberg, but it's, it, it is actually turning out to be a good season because it is very close. Um, and I, I mean Hamilton has been driving brilliantly and he's just, he, he's blitzing Rosberg, there's no doubt about it. Um, he's won far more races and just been on form and qualifying you know, really outdoing him pretty much everywhere. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, it's going to be, it's, it's it, unfortunately, whatever he does, it doesn't seem to be, it only seems to be just enough to get ahead um, and to win a wee bit. Because really, with the amount of races he's won, you'd expect him to be two or three, you know, race wins ahead by now, in terms of points, you know, maybe 50 points ahead, but he's only 17 points ahead. So it's uh, it's pretty close. So for you Formula One people out there, uh, this is, our hat-trick is giving us a review of pretty much every Formula One yeah, as they all coming come. up as they come up in the course of the weeks, it uh, still misses the noise. The noise this year, although it's slightly better than it was 
when I, I was listening to um, it was, I was watching an old an old uh, race of Abu Dhabi 2013, and uh, it was actually from YouTube. Someone had put who had been there, um, who was at the start finish straight. You'll see it on YouTube, and they all they come to the grid. And it was watching um, the cars come to the grid, and then they, they had to start. Um, and it was just the noise of those V8 engines is just phenomenal. Sure. We're gonna have to see if we could put it on our, one of our shows to give people a chance to hear that sound. The V8 sound is incredible. Um, it's just it's a th it's a thrill of a sound as they come bouncing off the rev limiter um, to take their place on the grid. I mean, it, um, no, it's just phenomenal. That that's what Formula One should be a piece of, uh, you know, a, a show. It's like a big show. Um, that's what Bernie Eccleston was saying when he was interviewed recently. He said, Formula E, that's the environmental side because they don't install batteries and they don't use petrol. And they said, let, let Formula One be the show that people expect, mm. and uh, which is right. So uh, what, since it's all well, covered with sport, obviously you've got the Formula One, but certainly FIFA has been back. I think it's all coming, all the oh, news of FIFA it's is. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's like, you, couldn't, you couldn't make it up. There was one that was a South African chap. Just because we received ten million, it wasn't a bribe. <laughs> it was like, and he actually had to go and make this announcement. I mean, he just know it's a bribe, and someone exactly. has to say it wasn't a bribe. Although we got yeah. the money, and we don't know where it's gone, and we've spent it on supermarkets and all sorts of stuff. Being paid off his credit cards with the stuff, with the money. It's I mean, Seth Blatter, the <laughs> new basically, if it, if it wasn't for the bribe, it would have gone to Morocco. Huh? It would have been having the World Cup in twenty ten huh? because of the money, and even. The because of the was it it was the game in 2010. It was 2010. It was when Ireland were playing France in the semi final. Probably can yeah. and uh -huh. the the handball by Thierry Henry. Uh -huh. Basically, instead of taking them to uh, FIFA to court, they uh -huh. said it was five million quid, five million dollars uh -huh. or whatever uh -huh. uh, to not take it. That's basically. Honest, oh, I mean, it, honestly, but there was a great report on Bybar, and it was um, basically saying that the, the FIFA. It's almost like the sporting version of the EU. It's so right. corrupt, it's something else. Oh, yes. It's so yeah. unaccountable. They have millions of pounds coming in all over the place and going out, and nobody really knows what's happening, apart from those involved, who are clearly, clearly buying each other off. Pretty uh, much, yeah. That's, uh, whole, that's allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> well, allegedly, put this way, FIFA have, well, I presume there's still been questions or in FBI, or FIFA, FBI, uh, basically. Well, I mean, they must be onto them now. Seb, Seb Blatter's got his bags packed and ready for uh, his private jet when uh, he's going to fly to you, I think. What's the one they arrested? One of them who's basically said he's going to say everything and he's going to tell them everything he knows, is it? Oh, it with, a, with an H that's like Hertz here or yeah, something. Yeah. The, one, the one, the American chap who they arrested, he's going to say he's going to basically declare everything and he's now he's scared for his life. And that, uh, but. Um, well, I think Oprah does, I think Oprah does say everything. So get these, these people, yeah. bum cheeks will be, their bum cheeks will be clanging. Yeah. Be, I think Blatter's got his Virgin Galactic one way tickets. Well, I mean, I'll have to say, when I saw that, but it's actually, you'll probably get it on YouTube. I'm sure it was a, it was a, one of the South African yeah. members and basically having to go on to do a press conference to say either they gave this money ten million dollars, but just because they gave it doesn't mean it was a bribe. I mean, they, they, so you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't really say that without it not being a bribe. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, we just paid Ireland to shut up so they don't take us to court it's for this handball and view and view play. Yeah. Oh, here's five minutes to shut you up. No, we're not okay. Just uh, another blackmail there then. But do you think, as you're a football person, do you think that the Qatar one and the Russian World Cup will be taken away? Oh, well, I think one of them, I mean, they're saying 
Putin will start. He'll send Putin's warheads if they, <laughs> if they take it away from Russia. As I say, World War Three could be interesting. Um, <laughs> it's all about a game of football. <laughs> no, as I say, uh, last man standing. <laughs> it won't be. It won't be dam busters. It'll be. <laughs> yeah, they want a radiation, uh, you know, radiation detector. Uh, I think Putin could be having um, tearing a tissue and crushing a grape at this rate. But I think Qatar, yes, I think it should be taken off. I mean, if anything. If, I mean, in Russia, you're only talking three years now, so if it gets taken off them, if anything, they're going to have to have it in the UK. UK is already set up for the stadiums, so it can have it. Well, it would have it in t- it's twice in. I have to say, I wouldn't want to be. T- I mean, even Qatar or certainly not Russia. Well, Qatar, they would, they would but, just send everyone they've got to. You know, <laughs> to say, to, uh, to, do, to basically make sure it didn't happen, you know. Well, the thing is with Qatar, the problem is they. Because it's so hot over there, Aye. you'd have to have it at Christmas time, which is not because of the weather is cold. It's the coldest, the coldest Aye. time because Aye. it's so warm. Aye. It wouldn't be. Yeah, it doesn't seem like the most sensible place to put it, really. But obviously, know? there's a. I think technically Qatar, when it could be England, then in 2022, Aye. and not Qatar. But I'm sure there's no corruption there then. But uh, so so basically, I think I was listening to another podcast. Uh, and somebody saying at the time when Qatar got it, I think David Beckham, who was representing England, was saying he's obviously his face looked like he'd been <laughs> like a scuffed ass. So I think it'd be great if, if England got it again. I think it would be it would be fantastic. Whether it's not not saying to replace the, the other two there, but if they got it in the future, it would be it would be well, good. FIFA just needs a whole needs overhauled, yeah. and these I think the corruption. I think Seb Blatter's has been on the job far too long, and he's yeah. just been such. He's been one of these kind of. Like a lot of moles. Just just, signed over the corruption. Yeah, it's just allegedly. Been, allegedly, uh, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, just in case you were interfering with any court cases, <laughs> ongoing investigations. It's all alleged. We use anti austerity like the, you know, just like yes. the SNP, we just yes. say it. No, allegedly. That's uh, all allegedly. It's pretty much just, <laughs> if you can read between the lines, well. Allegedly, yeah. with certainty. <laughs> yes, no, it's pretty much guaranteed. Uh, but uh, we're not saying it's guaranteed. These <clears throat> men. Get to the jobber! <laughs> yes. uh, when we say there's no corruption there, just uh, This is about your house has got a flat roof, Fraser. Exactly. Just do you smell uh, bull? Well, it is something. It, yes. I mean, it has to make you laugh when you, you see all these lot. But in fact, he got re elected and then he had to quit or he's saying he's going to stand yes. down. But it's going to be ages exactly. and ages before he actually gets and stands down. Exactly. So find another replacement. Basically, it's like, have you been fertilising the fields? But as we know, did they vote for him? Because they'll be in jail. <laughs> no, for the next person, all the ones who had the right to vote, they'll be out of the job. <laughs> they'll be in prison. Sadly, we can't take any votes <laughs> because, well, half of our. Well, Ah, because they're all specially elected folk, aren't they? That are on the board no. that are allowed to vote. No, in jail. And they're from different countries. So, but I mean, it is dodgy. It's dodgy, is it? Dodgy is anything, really. So, it's just, well, it's just bizarre. Uh, what we're going to talk about, well, changing, in a sense, just quickly before a sport, just in a simple, quick topic, which has been happening, is uh, Cameron won, is that there's 12 million cuts in benefits. Now, okay, I understand. Some 12 billion. 12 billion, sorry, billion cuts, not billion. Um, cuts in benefits. But the thing is, with 12 billion cuts and benefits. Okay, there's some people who do need benefits, yes, some people don't, but there is also saying, but we're, let's, we can cut 12 billion in benefits, but we'll have to extend 12 billion to foreign aid. Yep. To, so let's think about where does it, let's work here. So we must I would cut 12 billion in foreign aid and cut 12 billion in <laughs> <laughs> no. welfare. I would cut about 200 billion in welfare. No, the thing is, and the just thing say, 
No. <laughs> and I think it's, it's, it's like it's cut, we'll cut your benefits, but we'll happily send the twelve million to dictators. Aye. And yeah, it's far, foreign aid can be good. Thing. It sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. Oh, we're helping. Yeah, let's all help. But basically, it's going, going to dictators and yeah, to buying them jets and all sorts of things. Jets, their fancy cars. Yeah, building palaces, helping them buy arms. Yes. Yeah. To, so, you know, to. Sorry, we're not. The foreign aid is meant to be going to help the poor people. Sorry, it's going to be my private, my tenth private jet. It's done over five thousand miles and to renew it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> no, oh, yeah. no corruption there. Allegedly. Oh, I mean, it, it is. It's something else. And the thing is, you know, there are lots and lots of really good charities, smaller charities. You know, there's missionaries. There's all sorts of things that go out there and do, you know, help, uh, uh, you know, small towns in the developing world, and to, you know, put water, um, access to water, and putting in wells and so on. And you know, they're accountable because many of them do it for free. You know, they only get their costs covered, and that's basically, you know, they're called to do that job. And I think that is where people actually think that's where the money should go, and where they should, you, know, you should have a right to be able to support that if you want. The big problem is with foreign aid, you know, 0.7% of the budget. That's you know the government saying we know we'll take your money and we'll spend it on your behalf because we know what to do better than you do. And I just think it's completely wrong. And yes, we need a, a budget for when disasters happen, so we can help countries that need that. But when it's it's just throwing away money, and it very rarely gets. Um, used properly, and you're just paying, you know, a lot of overpaid charity workers who are, who are, I'm afraid, are getting pretty serious salaries, and they're the ones that are saying, oh, we're doing such a good job, yeah, exactly, on 60 grand a year plus, you know, and you know, and I mean, there was the head of Oxfam, yeah, or not Oxfam, the head of Christian Aid is on about 135,000 pounds, you know, I mean, people don't realise that, and actually, actually, if you're, you know, you're raising money going door to door to collect that, well, you're going to do an awful lot of collections just to pay for your for your top chief executives. And that, far, and it's far, and it's crazy, absolutely crazy. Far too, far too much. And I think it's, I think we just need to cut. It's the middle management. That's the problem. There's too yeah. many middle management. You get rid of so much government if you got rid of foreign aid, because so much. It's just management. People putting their projects together, over helping here, we're helping there, but they don't have to do anything, and there's hardly any accountability for it. And we could do it all the same work for a fraction of the price by just letting genuine charities do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, we shouldn't be we shouldn't be given money to charity by the back door. In terms of government, shouldn't be supporting charities directly by the back door. Clearly, it's our it's our taxes are going to funding these people with their private yeah. jets yeah. and everything else. And foreign aid is simply is where it's really really going to foreign aid at all. Yeah. And where is it actually going? And that's the question. Well, well, yeah, I mean, when I worked for a major um, uh, cancer charity, just as a fundraiser for a short time, just to we used to take the tables into the into the supermarkets and get people to sign up to direct debits and that, we were told not to tell our customers or uh, the people who came in to support us that we got any money from the government. And yet that charity was getting every bit of money they raised matched by government funding. Okay. So why wouldn't they want to tell people that yes, they're right. getting that money? Why? Because they say, well, actually, if you're getting that, why should I bother? You know, and just be honest, or just not take it. Exactly. So it's dodgy, and that's where your taxpayers' money is going. So a lot of dodgy shenanigans going on at the moment around the world, if not in your own backyard, um, allegedly. Um, as I say, there's that's a few. Vote you keep, and you get rid of the lot. Okay, obviously. Everything if, goes. If you like, you keep. Well, if you like, you keep. That's your. If you don't like, you keep. That is your. There was a brilliant, by the way, in terms of, if you, I mean, political adverts normally in Britain are the dullest things you ever watch, you know, the, when they say, now it's a political broadcast by the raving Looney Party, sorry, the Green Party, sorry, the, the, you know, exactly. they're pretty horrendous. Oh, yeah. But if you want to see exciting 
uh, partly political broadcast, you have to go to America. You've got to watch Fox yeah. News because there was a great one. If you go look it up on YouTube, I always say it's worth it. It was Rand Paul. No, it was, it was John, um, what's his name? Uh, Rand Paul's father, um, who was, no, it wasn't John Paul, it was somebody else, what's his name? Um, <clears throat> he's a libertarian, great guy. Still still has a lot of talks on, on uh, uh, still has a member, uh, he's not a Republican, he's a kind of independent, I think. Um, but he did this brilliant broadcast where he promised to cut the American budget and basically he just got rid of like every department of state. Like, you know about, like, you, and now it has it has the five big departments that he's gonna get rid of in the first year. And he just blows them up on his broadcast. He's just gonna go bang, gone, gone. And that and he says, Take that, bureaucrats. And it's just honestly, it's a it's absolute comedy and it's worth watching. And uh, okay. but, uh, So basically a simple five is do you Ron I think it's Ron Paul. Ron, Ron Paul, Paul, something like that, I think it is. Yeah. So American political yeah. adverts are that's just see a lot of time more exciting. I suppose you do put a lot more money into them than we do. We just say, hey, welcome to your party. We give them in state money. State yeah. money. So taxpayers' money is going to every party yeah. you don't want. You've got this simple excitement. It's yeah. just like, please, welcome I'm to the party. I'm not paying for that. Political broadcast from the... Yeah. From green linens yes. yes. from the 15th century. Basically, so... Say we don't want economic growth. <laughs> yes, this is Russell Brand, who's still a, a prick. And uh, who is doing his party political broadcast? He doesn't have a clue from his house and getting visited by <laughs> the Mogadon by Ed Miliband, who's oh, been that? joined by Tony Blair on the cruise ships. I was going to say, somebody did say that if Ed Miliband um, headed up the stay in campaign for the EU referendum, it would be a massive Brexit before you could know it. You know, yes. 80% said but we're leaving. You know, you know, you know. There, there's a, just briefly a, short, a, a quick point. The simple fact, the, well, I'm doing, doing it again, stop saying the word simple. Um, the <laughs> get my words right uh, obviously helps uh, the Brexit as in Britain exiting the EU uh, is Barack Ooh. Obama he got the right to stick his nose in simple fact uh, doing it again I think he should stay out of our business and Greece are pretty much defaulting in, on purpose yes uh, well they couldn't pay the money last Friday they were supposed to be paying <laughs> an amount to the IMF and they, they couldn't pay it so they basically said right they're going to wait till the end of the month and try and pay everything they need to pay because they've got another two or three payments and mm. um, they're going to pay for everything at the end of the month but it's it's teetering off the end of the so cliff the Greek, the Greek government went to collect their no money so sorry there's uh, none well they had to go to councils and like museums anything that was left in Greece said they've got any money in your account can we have it because we need to pay it to the IMF I mean literally they were scrounging up anybody who had anything uh, any kind of public sector that had any money in the bank, they all had to go. Anyway, and they say, oh, we'll keep it working. It's all for political union. Uh, you you know? Go on holiday to Greece and... Yeah. Our shrinking single market. It'll cost you sweeties to buy things, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's going to be chaos because it's just, you know, there's violence. Quite often there's, there's, there's protests that we don't even hear about anymore. Okay. And the suicide rate has gone, has gone you know, has climbed horrifically. Uh, because there's no work and people have lost their whole livelihoods and this is all, you know, the, the EU saying we must keep it going at all costs. Yeah, people are actually dying because they're they're not letting them go. They're not actually saying, no, drop out of the euro and start again and have a chance. So you know? we should go back to the drachma yeah. and start, yeah. have a restart again. I think it's going to be. I think I, I genuinely think um, by the end of this year we'll see Greece drop out of the, of the, of the European Union and, and the euro. Going to have a quick news set uh, to move on very quickly. A quick news section on our uh, podcast. We have somebody who's given us some quotes. Uh, so we have a wee quote of the day. I'm going to read it, um, and that's what we'll do. So our first quote. Of that the one day. is that an, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so was Perhaps a good one. Perhaps so. That's always a bonus. Not from the dog charity pets for exactly. pets at home. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's uh, one of our one of the quotes. We're going to go to. Um, there we go. Here's one for you. If an opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. There you go. All right. If an opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. Yes, by Milton Berle. Milton Berle. Never heard of him. Milton yeah. Berle, whoever she is. Or we have another one, just to just to make it two instead of a two quote of the day. Um, we have start by doing what's necessary. Then do what's possible, and suddenly you are doing the impossible. Francis of Assisi. Mm, That's a famous one. Interesting quote. There we go. There's a couple of quotes from our famous quote of the day person uh, who's been delivering on... Delivering... Yes. Your quote of the day is supplied by... Yes, that's the, what I was trying to say. Thank you for that. Let's uh, stay the name. Quote of the day is supplied by... Ventriloquist is working. <laughs> quote of the day is supplied by... <laughs> Oluwa Tosan Ojomo. There we are. There you see. That, yeah, In the Queen's you. English. There you are. Thank you for that, Patrick. It's uh, helped. I think my, my, my dual cell batteries are running out there. I had to replace them. You have been working for about 18 hours. Solidly. Yeah, that's been a long day. Good to see that. It's been interesting. Um, nice burger, though, with a homemade burger company. We're out it was. Having a business. Handmade, not homemade. Handmade burgers, you know? Homemade burgers. That could be something so much worse, you know? <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was the, the handmade, handmade burger company in Edinburgh. <laughs> they may have one around where you are. Um, but they do, we can be assured that they have washed their hands when they made the burger. Yes. <laughs> oh, made at home in Britain. <laughs> One hand to wipe their bottom, the other hand to make yes. the burger. Well, it was a bit crispy. <laughs> Are you sure that's bacon? <laughs> Are you sure, that, sure that's barbecue sauce? <laughs> so, I was to, uh, Yeah, I've never heard of hot jelly sauce before. Hot jelly sauce? Well, that has the potential to go wildly wrong with it. Let's just say... Well, no, in about six hours. <laughs> Let's just say we have an interesting menu selection. Yeah, but no, it was very good. And it was, it was actually a nice... It was, it was what, quite what, a quiet what restaurant. It, what did you have? I had I had the burger. Well, I did actually order a chicken burger, but they gave me a beef burger um, with yes. a peanut butter and chilli jam. So, yeah, well, burger... It was rather nice, though, and it had bacon as well. So, yeah. So let's just say, please I mean, sign on your own. Of Jeff Keats by the time I end leave tonight. <laughs> so <laughs> when you get home, please be the sign on your bathroom door saying no naked flames. <laughs> because you, if there's any, any naked flames, let's just say it could be a hole in the toilet wall. Let's just say, You'll hear the explosion <laughs> from, you know, from Southport. <laughs> The neighbours will be phoning up the gas company. You know, the kind of alarms going off in the background. Let's just say the gas companies will be phoning and saying, there's a thing that's a gas leak in the streets. We're just taking out a whole block. No, it's just Hugh Natty's handmade burger company burger. Homemade burger company. Well, anyway, we were. It was nice. And the service was good? Yeah, it was good. We had a business meeting. And the great thing is, you don't have to tip them. I know. You pay at the start. 
Ah, you just go and pay for what you get, and that's it. And you can, uh, there's no tips allowed. It's great. Yeah. But uh, it was a good business meeting we had. We were talking about uh, We are coming up. So uh, we will have a website. We will have Hopefully a website. Hopefully by yes. end of July, early August. Yes, end of July, early August, we'll have our Hattrick and Ramsey website. So if you're a business and we're you... We're going legit. Yes, we're going, yeah, we are going legit. Yes, so if you're a business and you'd like to be on our show or advertised or you'd like to be a sponsor, uh, please contact us at hattrickandramsey at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to have you on board. Uh, please give us a rating on our on iTunes. Give us five gold stars. It'd be great if you like us. Hopefully, you would like to have us five gold stars. As if you if you hate us, then just don't. I don't think anybody's given us any ratings yet, and no. yet we've had thousands of listeners. Well, we've had basically, but considering we are absolutely nobody, uh-huh. we have got listeners in America. We, we over four thousand listeners now. We've had over four thousand plays. Four thousand. Yeah. Coming up for four thousand plays. Uh-huh. Considering we, uh-huh. I found out I was having a conversation. I found that when you're a new podcast. It, you are a body to on it. You are showing on iTunes. You are kind of at the top of the list for a while, and you, hence why you had such an influx of a big boost. A big boost. That's the reason. Aye. So, because it does eventually die down a bit. So, we are nobody's in time. We are going to be. But we're building up to somebody's. We're building up to somebody's. We are creating a brand around <laughs> Edinburgh so people can listen to us, and we are appreciate from the listeners in America, especially California, more New York as well. It's and all across the globe. And yeah, all across. We've been, uh, hopefully, as I said, we've France, Spain, uh, Austria. It's great. We want, want more. Please share our uh, our shows. As, uh, give us your feedback. We'd love to know if we're talking, so we can talk about stuff or interview. If you want to be. Yeah. Give us your Let's music. get on to our next subject because our listeners will be fed up with being asked to give. Uh, to give feedback you've asked them about five times well, well what I was going to say is well uh, is what to do is if you've got if your music and you've got music out there if you're a local band or, or wherever you are in the world and you'd like to have your music played on our show please email us contact us at gmail.com and we'd, we'd love to uh, play your music on our show okie dokie so um, so what are you doing the rest of your week Hattrick well, I've um, I've been actually. I'm going to go into car prices. Oh, before you yes. the cars. Don't for all car. our UK listeners, because these cars are only available in the UK, and actually have some phenomenal deals. I mean, the, the car market is going pretty well, certainly in England. What Scotland, is... it was a wee bit lower in the last month. Okay. Um, they've gone down by I think it's a, it's a few percent overall compared to last year. Um, but uh, but there are still some incredibly cheap deals about. So what would you, um, what would you tell our listeners? For example, there is a Fiat 500S, which is this kind of sport version, mm-hmm. uh, 1.2 petrol engine, uh, lovely, you get half leather with them, nice alloy wheels, lovely car, air, air conditioning. Normally it should be about £13,000, but if you go for a personal contract purchase, uh, Lookers were doing a deal up until last week, I think, well, it might still be available, mm-hmm. um, for just £92 a week. It's as a personal lease. Uh, over four years with I think six payments down, so just under six hundred pounds, um, and it's ninety-two pounds a month over four years. A month or a week? Uh, a month. A month. A month. So, so basically, it's just over twenty pounds a week. That's about twenty-three pound a week. And uh, and that gives you, you know, it's a great car, you and it's I think it's eight thousand miles a year you're allowed out of that. What's the engine? It's a 1.2 petrol. One point two petrol sport. Uh, so it's a really nice looking car, uh, with half leather and everything. You get a really nice spec. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the Fiat's are actually pretty good. The Fiat 500Ls, some big discounts available now on them. Second, or even even pre-registered you, stuff is pretty good. What, what's your what do you, you think of Fiat? Uh, I've always been a Fiat fan. People will probably realise I'm a Fiat fan. Yeah. But the the since the nickname <clears throat> Fix It Again Tony has comes in. 
Yeah, yeah they're, they're more reliable now than they used to be, and their <laughs> engines are actually quite good, especially their diesel engines are pretty good. Okay. Um, and the Arbath uh, 500 is a fantastic fun. Um, but uh, but no, I, quite, I actually quite like the, the 500L and the new 500X. I'm um, yet to drive one, but uh, I'd love to have a shot actually. Um, but uh, but they are they are they're, they're much better built. They've got lovely interiors, and they they make they make you put a smile on your face when okay. you drive them. So out with few other make of mod, other make of vehicle that you'd suggest that's on a similar scale to the Fiat yeah. 500 uh, that you. Could, People could go for to save money as well. The new Renault Twingo. I know it's Arnold Clark had some very good, very good uh, cash uh, prices on them for again pre-reg and 64 plates. Okay. Uh, so they're not very old, you know, maybe six months old, but with no hard end mileage on them. Um, and uh, so yeah, the Renault Twingo. There's lots of good deals. Peugeot 107s, or so the new 108. Sorry, the new 108 is very good. Um, some cracking deals on them. Small cars have just have really come down in price. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were places like the the current model Fiat Punto. Um, which I think is still going. Um, that they were getting them for less than seven seven thousand pounds for a brand new one, three door pre-registered, one point two. Okay. Um, I mean that's just, you know I just don't see that losing thousands of pounds over the next few years. I mean you know the cars are are kind of holding the value a wee bit better, especially small cars because that's what most people want. You know, they're starting out and they just want a cheap runabout, and um, so they're still going for quite high prices. So in some cases you're saving three four thousand pounds off list, um, which is a lot of money for a small car. So cars are, I think, are cheaper than they've ever been. Um, and some of the, the personal contract purchase deals, key thing with a PCP is you don't want to pay a big deposit. So when you might see a very a very low monthly amount, say £100 a month or £120 a month, but the key thing is when they say you've got to put a deposit of £4,000 in order to get that, and it's and it's like a Ford Fiesta or a Super Mini, um, that's that's not a good deal. It's better to pay as little as you, as you can up front and try and get as also a, as low a monthly fee as you can, and then 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 you know you've got a good deal. Okay, there's your uh, car advice for if you're looking to buy a car. Uh, please contact contact us at hatchikandramsey at gmail.com if you'd like advice on purchasing a new car. To yeah. if your your current car is starting to on its last legs, or you just want to upgrade to the car you've got, maybe only a few years old. And you just want yeah. to upgrade anyway. Now's a good time to buy. Dealers yeah. are quiet. Dealers are quiet, as you're saying, and prices are low, so strike while the iron's hot and get yourself a good deal. Come to car contact us and we'll get in contact with Car Deal Advisor. And they have a website coming up soon as well, so uh, watch the space. Thousands of pounds to be saved. Yes, and we also can save you money as well and other things if you'd like to contact us. Um, if you On all your everyday services? Yes. Everyday services and bills? We can get them down. We can yes. get the prices yeah, down. An opportunity. We can save you some money uh, on your everyday services from household stuff from shopping. And we might even throw in some vouchers as well. Yes. Uh, possibly. We can actually, we were looking into potentially what to look at the T's and C's, which is the terms and conditions. First, we may have a competition coming up. We can't, won't reveal that yet. Until we've looked into that. Yes, you could be winning a new set of wheels. Yes, potentially. New set of wheels on our podcast. So, but once you've got the right information and how we can share that with you, it is a free to enter competition, mm -hmm. but um, there will be more information coming up soon that, that you could win yeah. a free set of, a new set of wheels. So, but watch the space, we'll come back to you in that one. So, uh, that's been... Yeah, I think that's about... I think it's, that's about time. I think uh, Patrick's got to get himself back down the road. Yeah. Uh, it is but late. it's been a joy as always. To have a t have a chat and 
Yeah. So keeping up with what's happening in the world. We hope you're all well and experiencing great weather, a great summer. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll be back Thanks. next week Thanks. to give you more news, more sports, more, more fun and comedy, more drivel. and more comedian called Nicholas Sturgeon. Yes, more drivel. And <laughs> see what jokes you'll come up with next week. And more rank chat. It's all good. So thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. I'm going to kick Hantrick out. I'm going to kick him down the road and I'm going to go to my bed. So speak to you later. Speak to you later. Good night and bye bye now. Oh, get to the chopper!